Uh, time now for Mad About Africa. And today on Mad About uh, Africa, we're talking uh, to uh, Fresh Biz uh, anchor Samka um, Tlongo about uh, the uh, 10th uh, Extraordinary Summit of the African Union, which uh, concluded yesterday in uh, Rwanda. Uh, the summit was uh, especially, um, uh, well, specifically uh, convened for the uh, purpose of signing the uh, legal uh, inst- instruments necessary to uh, create the African continent, uh, continental free trade area, which I'm still highly confused about. Please give us uh, the lowdown on what this uh, free trade area is and what it seeks to achieve. What is it all about? Morning, morning, Moji. Mm. So basically, the African continental free trade area, you know, if, if, if agreed to by all countries would have been the biggest uh, trade area since the World Trade Organization. And you can think of it like the EU as well, you know, a trading block where, where uh, regulations and fees import tariffs between the countries that are members are lowered and trade is made easier bef- between those countries. Um, the aim of any free trade agreement is to basically facilitate for the trading of goods between those countries as cheaply as possible, as hassle-free as possible, and that was the aim of the African continental free trade area. Uh, so was it a, uh, adopted? Is it going ahead? So Has, was, Cyr- has Cyril signed? <laughs> you know, th- th- there's confusion, and I spent the better part of, of last night and early this morning trying to understand what's going on. So there were three legal documents that were to be signed, right? It was the declaration, basically, where countries are saying, I'm on sides, let's do this, because actually not all member states of the AU had agreed that let's go ahead with this free trade area. Okay. Number two, with the declaration signed to say let's go ahead, there was the agreement, and there were consultations held all through 27 around what the agreement looks like, which products will be liberalized, you know, what exactly, how, how low are we lowering our tariffs, our taxes, etc. And that Cyril did not sign, uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa did not sign. <laughs> I'm speaking like he's my friend. Yeah, it's like, yo, sir, what's up, dog? <laughs> uh, President Ramaphosa did not sign, and neither did um, uh, President Buhari, Nigeria's president. Now, this is significant because Nigeria and South Africa are two of the biggest uh, economies in Africa, and they make up 50% of Africa's GDP. So with the two of them not signing, it's basically just like, you know, the little unpopular kids playing by themselves. It defeats the whole purpose Purpose, of the free trade area. And thirdly, there was uh, the free movement of people document that was to be signed, where basically, you know, the dream of an Africa passport, no visas to travel within Africa, um, was to be adopted and South Africa and Nigeria didn't sign th- those as well. In fact, Nigeria signed no 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 instruments. No yeah. no, no documents to say we're going ahead. Oh my brother. Yeah, what's happening our, our brothers and sisters? Yeah. Talk to she us. Was. <laughs> so uh, uh, what about uh, SMMEs and women? Yeah. So um basically a not that it's a particular focus, you know, in terms of the free trade area agreement, but it'll benefit SMMEs because a lot of um of Africa's businesses, actually about 80% it's estimated, is based on SMMEs. And this will allow SMMEs to trade with other African countries and also ease movement of trade and, and create growth prospects for them because not many of them will have the trajectory to start trading with overseas companies. So this helps them also to, to, to give inputs into those countries that do export, that do trade internationally. So it gives major scope for growth. Um, and in terms of women, we've, you know, they found that a lot of women that do... Um, 
trade are are subsistence entrepreneurs do uh, operate as smmes and whenever they're trying to do trade within africa within other countries you know they they, they're subject to harassment uh, at the border they're subject to sometimes you know um sexual violation confiscation of goods so by formalizing the 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 intra-africa trade of women entrepreneurs it'll help to to stave off and, and curb those unfortunate um events that they do you ever see or do you ever think that we will have one currency on this continent that is the ultimate goal of the free trade area. Um, and I think, you know, where you do have countries where the currencies are based on very different bases, like, you know, Nigeria's economy based on the oil industry. So their currency fluctuates according to that. Um, South Africa based on minerals and resources. So our currency fluctuates to that, you know, so we're like, hang on a minute. What are we now going to base the movement of our currency on? Um, I don't know if, 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 we will see a free a, a, a common a common currency I on don't the continent. Think so. It definitely is a goal, though, of of this agreement, and this is definitely a first step towards that. I think if we do have success in terms of the um, common trade area and free trade area, and countries see the benefit and the value add of being part of this free trade area, I definitely think it'll help to motivate for for the single currency. If we do have the currency, what do you think it will be called? Oh, we can't oh. exactly call it the Afro. <laughs> we can't call it the Afro. It must be called the Madiba. Why Madiba if it's a continental? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that guy is on another level. It must be something around him. I think. I don't know. Well, different different African countries have their own Aye. political leaders that were on yes, another level. Yes. You know, we could call it the Sankari. You know, we could call it. Aye. There's no one like Madiba. Well, there is no one like Madiba, but anyway, to us, <laughs> to us there's no one yes, like Madiba to wait, us. Yeah, but uh, just to wrap up your conversation, yeah. so where to from here in terms of this entire agreement? Uh-huh. So those countries that have actually signed the agreement, they will be proceeding in terms of now going back to their various countries to enact the policies necessary to reduce tariffs to yeah. enable intra-Africa trade. Um, and then you know um, that there is going to be the conference held again in Mauritania in July, I think it is, for those countries that still have reservations for continuing dialogue to say, okay, what must happen now? What are you uncomfortable? What do we change? But even those countries that did not sign, so Nigeria, Eritrea, Sierra Leone, um, South Africa, they're going back to their own um, local stakeholders to say, all right, what, what, what would you like to see in the agreement so that we have your approval yeah. to sign on these terms? Yes. All right, so that when we go back to, to, to have that dialogue, we know what we're signing to, what we're negotiating for. That'll benefit our country and that'll have the sign off from the country as well. Do you see it happening? I do. I do. I do. Okay. I do. Definitely on South Africa's side. On Nigeria's side, you know, they were part of even the initial AU agreements on, on this free trade area. So a lot of people are surprised that Buhari didn't sign. So we'll, we will have to watch and see exactly what were the reasons behind that. All right. Nice one. Thanks a lot uh, for uh, chatting to us and letting us know about the uh, AU uh, summit. And uh, keep that hat on, girl, because uh, you're looking good this morning. <laughs>